Hello there, and welcome to 633. My name is Sharon McComb, and I'm a certified life coach. Together with my co-host, faith coach Kimberly Belrose, we share the goal to spur the believer in you to wake up and believe for more, because there's always more. Coaching Works is our Monday episode. And during these episodes, we challenge listeners to gain an awareness of this profession of coaching and how it can help anyone with anything. You will experience coaching firsthand sometimes when it naturally happens between us, as iron sharpens iron. By sharing in our experiences, revelations, breakthroughs, and problems, you will encounter why we both testify that in everyday life, coaching works. Every Wednesday, join Kimberly as she shares her 30 years of experience, visions, wind words, and testimonies of how the Lord has both led and carried her through her life. With her coaching style that provokes and encourages your believer to invite God to investigate your life, you can begin to believe for more. So join Kimberly on Wednesdays for Wake Up Wednesday. Today, Our episode is Checkmate, where we discuss the many ways that we can get stuck in life, like we're in Checkmate. I'll give you insight, tips, and tools from my training and experience to help you affect change in your lives. I have 25 years of experience being taught by Holy Spirit to trust, believe, and submit. I have also received professional training to be a certified life coach. My passion is to use coaching to empower others to seek out and live in the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. So, hello there. Today's episode um, is a little different than what I normally do. And I'm going to share some personal things with you today. Um... First of all, I want to start out by asking, how are you? So many times we ask people that. How are you? How are you doing? You know, how are you today? And everybody's answer is probably the same thing that's going through your head right now. I'm fine. Right? Don't we all say that? I'm fine. Fine. I'm doing well. Thanks. You know, it's an off-the-cuff response. But it's the response that everybody expects you to give. It's the proper response, isn't it? I think in our society, people would be surprised if that wasn't the response. It's become such a social norm. It's more of a greeting. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Everybody does it. We hear it all the time. But have you ever really considered asking somebody, how are you, really? It throws them for a loop. I know, I've done it. But even more strange or more off-putting a little bit, well, I shouldn't say off-putting, but shocking, is when people say it to me. How are you, 
Really? Hmm. I want to say fine. Sometimes I say fine and they just kind of give me a look like, okay, so now how are you really? Mostly it's people I know. But occasionally, it's somebody I don't know. This happened to me about six months ago. It was a lady that I had seen. Um, I didn't know her. I didn't know her name. She was an employee at a store that I frequent. And I don't know whether my body language gave off a signal or my face. You know, I, I must have looked sad or upset some, somehow. I didn't think I did. But when I came through her checkout, she said to me, how are you today? And I said, I'm fine, thank you. And she just looked at me and it got a little uncomfortable. And then she said, how are you really? And I was surprised. I was, you know, I was kind of taken aback. And at first I thought, what do you care, right? Then I thought, I can't possibly tell you. And then I thought, well, maybe she's a Christian. And maybe she really cares. Because why else would she ask me that? It seems strange, doesn't it? That someone you don't know would ask you that question. So I thought for a second. And while that second passed, many things went through my mind. I thought, how am I really? I thought, how am I going to condense how I really am into a short conversation you can have at the checkout? How much do I really want to tell this person I don't know? And how do I even know where to start? So I said to the lady, well, to be honest, I've been better. And she said to me, I know we don't have a lot of time, but if there's anything that I can pray for you. I am willing to do that for you right now. And I wanted, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm being vulnerable today. I started to cry. I wanted to hug her. I wanted to say to her, yes, please pray for me. I need prayer. And so while she checked out my groceries, she prayed. So the people in the other aisles, because there was nobody behind me, just so, you know, in case you were wondering. But the people in the other aisles, cashiers in the other aisles, weren't even aware. But she prayed quietly, out loud, while she checked through my groceries. And she just prayed that God would meet my needs, that he would meet me right where I was right where I needed him to be. And that she thanked him for bringing me through her cash line at just that time when nobody else was around because 
she had been asking him to bring someone to her that needed prayer. And when I left that store, I can't even explain the mixed emotions that I had. First of all, I felt lightened because any time that you have an encounter like that and someone prays for you, it's like God releases a bit of your burden. You feel lighter. I also felt loved that that woman would probably against the rules of her employers put herself out there and ask if she could pray for me. She didn't know me. You know, she'd seen me before, but she didn't know me. But there were other emotions too. And that's what I really want to focus on for the rest of today's podcast. Because something triggered in me when she looked at me. She looked right into my eyes. I'm telling you, she looked right into me. And she said, how are you really? Something triggered in me. Because, and I'm, I'm really hoping that this resonates with somebody out there, that I'm not the only person who's ever dealt with this. That I avoid asking myself that very question. Because if I don't ask myself that very question, then I don't have to answer it. Because... I'm not saying my life is horrible because it's not. I love my life. I'm very content in my life. I do what I love, which is coaching. And, you know, I'm, I'm in a good place. But that doesn't mean that I don't have burdens. And that doesn't mean that I don't have worries. And that fear doesn't plague me sometimes. And that there aren't people in my life that I'm concerned about. You know? And... Most of those things I can do nothing about. And so I am constantly giving them to God. But I do believe that there are areas of my life where I don't really want to examine too closely how I'm doing. Because it's going to shatter that... That contentment, that joy that I have. It's going to put me in a precarious place where I might, you know, be sad or I might fall apart for a little bit or that I might, you know, have to seriously do some soul searching. Something I want to really accentuate today. is that the Bible says that God knows our innermost thoughts. God gives us the desires of our hearts. And for God, nothing is impossible. So those things in me that I would 
I, I desire to see in my life. I believe that those desires come from God. And if nothing is impossible for him, then I need to, I need to let that out. I need to be able to say to myself, trust him, just do it. Because one of the things that gets us stuck in life is that we don't ask ourselves on a regular basis, how am I really? How am I in my spiritual life? Really? How am I in my health? Really? How am I with my marriage? How is my marriage? Really? Right? How am I in my in in my um my walk towards working out my goals and my dreams in life and those desires of the heart? Where do I stand on those? How am I doing? Really? Instead, we keep a lot of things bunched down. And I say we because I know it's not just me. I know that there are other women out there who have longings that they think will never be met. And so they kind of just put them away inside themselves. And they don't look at that. And they, they don't examine how they feel about that because they feel there's nothing they can do. If we want to live the abundant life that Christ came to give us, we need to do that kind of an inventory on a regular basis. Not avoid those questions. We need to examine ourselves regularly. You know, like the psalm says, Search me, Lord, and know my heart. Right? Come before the Lord and give him all those things that aren't really fine. That aren't really what you want in your life. And ask his help. Put it on the table before him. And say, Lord, I need you for these things because I am not fine without you. I just want to thank that lady right now in that checkout line, at work, in her daily job, doing what we're all supposed to do, aren't we? We're to love one another as Christ taught us to love. And that day, she sure poured the love on me. And because of that, I came home and I examined myself. And I wrote down in my journal all those things that bubbled up on me, that were triggered by that prayer, where I am not fine. And I gave them to my Lord Jesus. And I said, I need your help. And I don't feel stuck anymore. And I have made a promise to myself to do an inventory of those things. You know, regularly to sit down somewhere quiet 
on a regular basis and say, you know what, Sharon? How are you really? And be honest with myself. Now I'm going to challenge you today to think about that. To just try that. And be really honest with yourself. You'll, you might be amazed at the things that you find out that you don't even know that are keeping you in checkmate in your life. Now I've walked that path and I understand the value in it. And I'm a life coach, so I know the right questions to ask. So if you want any help in that area at any point, you can find me at my website, www.wildflowerwomen.ca or if you want to really delve into the spiritual side of things, Kimberly is a faith coach. She always has a word from God for people. You can reach her at www. 633-wakeup.com Our emails are also in the show notes. But do that. Do a personal moral inventory of how you really are. And then give it to God. Reach out if you need some help. Until then, next time we meet, be blessed and be a blessing.